Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Wednesday, January 26th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land, not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11, and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread nor thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph, there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is twenty minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Mishpatim, and it means ordinances. Exodus 22, 28-23, You must not dishonor God or curse any of your rulers. You must not hold anything back when you give me offerings from your crops and your wine. You must give me your firstborn sons. You must also give me the firstborn of your cattle, sheep, and goats. But leave the newborn animal with its mother for seven days. Then give it to me on the eighth day. You must be my holy people. Therefore, do not eat any animal that has been torn up and killed by wild animals. Throw it to the dogs. You must not pass along false rumors. You must not cooperate with evil people by lying on the witness stand. You must not follow the crowd in doing wrong. When you are called to testify in a dispute, do not be swayed by the crowd to twist justice. And do not slant your testimony in favor of a person just because that person is poor. If you come upon your enemy's ox or donkey that has strayed away, take it back to its owner. If you see that the donkey of someone who hates you has collapsed under its load, do not walk by. Instead, stop and help.
Judges 5, 1-31 On that day Deborah and Barak, son of Abinoam, sang this song. Israel's leaders took charge, and the people gladly followed. Praise the Lord. Listen, you kings. Pay attention, you mighty rulers. For I will sing to the Lord. I will make music to the Lord, the God of Israel. Lord, when you set out from Seir and marched across the fields of Edom, the earth trembled, and the cloudy skies poured down rain. The mountains quaked in the presence of the Lord, the God of Mount Sinai, in the presence of the Lord, the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, and in the days of Jael, people avoided the main roads, and travelers stayed on winding pathways. There were few people left in the villages of Israel until Deborah arose as a mother for Israel. When Israel chose new gods, war erupted at the city gates, yet not a shield or spear could be seen among 40,000 warriors in Israel. My heart is with the commanders of Israel, with those who volunteered for war. Praise the Lord. Consider this. You who ride on fine donkeys, you who sit on fancy saddle blankets, and you who walk along the road. Listen to the village musicians gathered at the watering holes. They recount the righteous victories of the Lord and the victories of his villagers in Israel. Then the people of the Lord marched down to the city gates. Wake up, Deborah, wake up. Wake up, wake up, and sing a song. Arise, Barak. Lead your captives away, son of Abinoam. Down from Tabor marched the few against the nobles. The people of the Lord marched down against mighty warriors. They came down from Ephraim, a land that once belonged to the Amalekites. They followed you, Benjamin, with your troops. From Maker the commanders marched down. From Zebulun came those who carry a commander's staff. The princes of Issachar were with Deborah and Barak. They followed Barak rushing into the valley, but in the tribe of Reuben there was great indecision. Why did you sit at home among the sheepfolds to hear the shepherds whistle for their flocks? Yes, in the tribe of Reuben there was great indecision. Gilead remained east of the Jordan, and why did Dan stay home? Asher sat unmoved at the seashore, remaining in his harbors. But Zebulun risked his life, as did Naphtali on the heights of the battlefield. The kings of Canaan came and fought at Tanakh near Megiddo's springs, but they carried off no treasure, no silver treasures. The stars fought from heaven. The stars in their orbits fought against Sisera. The Kishon River swept them all away, that ancient torrent, the Kishon. March on with courage, my soul. Then the horse's hooves hammered the ground, the galloping, galloping of Sisera's mighty steeds. Let the people of Miraz be cursed, said the angel of the Lord. Let them be utterly cursed, because they did not come to help the Lord, to help the Lord against the mighty warriors. Most blessed among women is Jael the wife of Heber the Kenite. May she be blessed above all women who live in tents. Sisera asked for water, and she gave him milk in a bowl fit for nobles. She brought him yogurt. Then with her left hand, 
She reached for a tent peg and with her right hand the workman's hammer. She struck Cicero with the hammer crushing his head. With a shattering blow she pierced his temples. He sank, he fell, he lay still at her feet, and where he sank, there he died. From the window Cicero's mother looked out. Through the window she watched for his return, saying, Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why don't we hear the sound of chariot wheels? Her wise women answer, and she repeats these words to herself. They must be dividing the captured plunder, with a woman or two for every man. There will be colorful robes for Sisera, and colorful embroidered robes for me. Yes, the plunder will include colorful robes embroidered on both sides. Lord, may all your enemies die like Sisera, but may those who love you rise like the sun in all its power. Then there was peace in the land for forty years. Matthew 17, 10-27 Then his disciples asked him, Why do the teachers of religious law insist that Elijah must return before the Messiah comes? Yeshua replied, Elijah is indeed coming first to get everything ready. But I tell you, Elijah has already come, but he wasn't recognized, and they chose to abuse him. And in the same way, they will also make the Son of Man suffer. Then the disciples realized he was talking about John the Baptist. At the foot of the mountain, a large crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Yeshua and said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures and suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't heal him. Yeshua said, You faithless and corrupt people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Then Yeshua rebuked the demon in the boy, and it left him. From that moment the boy was well. Afterward, the disciples asked Yeshua privately, Why couldn't we cast out that demon? You don't have enough faith, Yeshua told them. I tell you the truth, if you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, Move over from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. After they gathered again in Galilee, Yeshua told them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of his enemies. He will be killed, but on the third day he will be raised from the dead. And the disciples were filled with grief. On their arrival in Capernaum, the collectors of the temple tax came to Peter and asked him, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, Peter replied. Then he went into the house. But before he had a chance to speak, Yeshua asked him, What do you think, Peter? Do kings tax their own people, or the people they have conquered? They tax the people they have conquered, Peter replied. Well then, Yeshua said, the citizens are free. However, we don't want to offend them, so go down to the lake and throw in a line. Open the mouth of the first fish you catch, and you will find a large silver coin. Take it and pay the tax for both of us. Psalm 22, 
1 to 18. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away when I groan for help? Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. Every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted in you, and you rescued them. They cried out to you and were saved. They trusted in you and were never disgraced. But I am a worm and not a man. I am scorned and despised by all. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads, saying, Is this the one who relies on the Lord? Then let the Lord save him. If the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. Yet you brought me safely from my mother's womb. You led me to trust you at my mother's breast. I was thrust into your arms at my birth. You have been my God from the moment I was born. Do not stay so far from me, for trouble is near, and no one else can help me. My enemies surround me like a herd of bulls. Fierce bulls of Bashan have hemmed me in. Like lions they open their jaws against me, roaring and tearing into their prey. My life is poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax, melting within me. My strength has dried up like sun-baked clay. My tongue clings to the roof of my mouth. You have laid me in the dust and left me for dead. My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. An evil gang closes in on me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. Proverbs 5, 7-14 So now, my sons, listen to me. Never stray from what I am about to say. Stay away from her. Don't go near the door of her house. If you do, you will lose your honor and will lose to merciless people all you have achieved. Strangers will consume your wealth and someone else will enjoy the fruit of your labor. In the end, you will groan in anguish when disease consumes your body. You will say how I hated discipline. If only I had not ignored all the warnings. Oh, why didn't I listen to my teachers? Why didn't I pay attention to my instructors? I have come to the brink of utter ruin, and now I must face public disgrace. I'd like to speak to you today from Psalm 22. And this entire psalm is a messianic psalm. In other words, it's a psalm that is pointing to Yeshua. And in this psalm, it is a description, a very detailed description, of his crucifixion. It opens in verses 1 and 2 with, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away when I groan for help? And Yeshua, when he hung on the tree, for that period of time, his father had to look away from him. And their continuous unity and relationship was cut off. And Yeshua was absolutely alone on that cross, taking on all the sin of the world. He did cry out, Father, why have you forsaken me? 
He took on the sins of you and me and all the people on planet Earth. Looking now at verses 14 and 15, it says, My life is poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax melting within me. That is exactly what happens to a person when they would be crucified. Um, Their bones would get out of joint. Their heart would begin to be greatly affected, to be poured out like water. And they would step up on a little stepping uh, ledge right underneath their feet so that they could uh, take some of the weight off of the heart and the lungs because without that little step all the weight of the body was hanging and it would cause the heart and the lungs basically to shut down continuing on in verse 15 my strength has dried up like a sun-baked clay my tongue stings to the sticks to the roof of my mouth and you have laid me in the dust and left me for dead recall that when yeshua hung on the cross He said, I thirst, and then a Roman soldier, using a large, long rod, dipped a sponge in vinegar and brought that sponge up to his mouth and allowed him to suck on that sponge. So, again, this is describing what he went through. Verse 16. My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs, and an evil gang closes in on me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. Well, yes, he was pierced in his hands and his feet. The nails pierced his hands and feet to to nail him to the cross. And the Roman soldiers did roll dice uh, to see who would get his his robe, and his tunic. So, literally, this is a very detailed description of what Yeshua went through on the cross. And it's good every now and then to reflect on what he did and what he accomplished, what he suffered for you and for me. What incredible love. How much do you love me? He stretched out his hands on the cross, and then he died. That's how much he loves you and me. So please enjoy this beautiful song, Christmas Hallelujah, sung by Caleb and Kelsey.
Yivrekka Adonai Vishmarekka Yaya Adonai Vikuneka Isa Adonai Anav Ileka Vayaseleka Leka Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>